Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. And I want to give you a quick reminder here to join us for after hours tonight when our guest will be one of the greatest automotive executives this industry has ever produced, Bob Lutz. Get your questions ready because this is going to be a great discussion about everything that's going on in the world of cars. And that's tonight, starting live at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, let's get to the news. Back in December, we told you about a new small commercial van that Ram will offer called the ProMaster City. It's going to be offered in the American market now. It was going to make its debut at the Chicago Auto Show, but now it's been yanked from the show. Ram wants to publicly unveil the van closer to when it will be in showrooms, which is scheduled for the fourth quarter of this year. Speaking of Chrysler, now that it's completely part of Fiat, the group needed a new name and logo. They're calling it Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, or FCA for short. The new company will be incorporated in the Netherlands, its tax base will be registered in London, and its shares will be listed on the New York and Milan stock exchanges. You know who made that decision? The finance guys, who figured out all the angles. To help get Volvo back on its feet, its parent company Geely invested $11 billion in the Swedish automaker. That includes upgraded plants, a new architecture, and a new engine family. Volvo is replacing eight different engines with two two-liter four-cylinder engines, one gasoline, the other diesel. The U.S. gets the gasoline version, a 240-horsepower one that's turbocharged, and another one that cranks out 302 horses thanks to both a turbocharger and a supercharger. The engines come with direct injection, stop-start technology, and they're mated to a new 8-speed automatic transmission called the Drive-E powertrains. They've also been developed to work with plug-in hybrids. The engines are first appearing in the S60, the V60, and the XC60, and will later work their way throughout the entire lineup. The 240-horsepower engine is available now, while the higher output one will be out later this summer. Automakers are working with car rental companies to expose their newest models to potential buyers and to get quick feedback on what consumers like or dislike about them. Enterprise Holdings, which rents or leases cars under the Enterprise, Alamo, and National brands, buys nearly a million new cars a year, representing 350 makes and models. Kurt Kohler, who heads up fleet operations for Enterprise, tells AutoLine they're now running a deal with Chevrolet in certain regions of the U.S. So, if you rent a new Impala for a second time, you get a free rental in your hometown so that your friends and family can ride in it too. And then, Chevrolet will send you a $1,000 discount for a new Impala. Enterprise says 55% of the people who rent cars end up buying a new one. And 71% of them switch brands versus the car they owned before. Just a few years ago, automakers like GM often had uneasy relationships with the daily rental companies, but now the two industries are working more closely together. 
And a key reason why GM wants to expose potential customers to its new products is because it simply has so much new product coming out this year. Chevrolet gets the new Suburban and Tahoe, the heavy-duty version of the Silverado, the new Colorado compact pickup, and the powerful SS sedan. Cadillac gets the ELR, the coupe version of the ATS, and the new Escalade. GMC will get the heavy-duty version of the Sierra, the new Yukon and Denali, and the Canyon pickup. On top of that, GM will have a full year's worth of sales of the Silverado, the Corvette, and the new CTS. No other automaker in the American market has so much new product coming out this year, and that's why we're really expecting GM to start picking up market share. But before you go out and buy a new GM car or truck, did you know that you could be facing oil changes that cost 70 bucks a pop? You heard me right, $70 for an oil change. That is coming up next. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Auto Line Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Not too long ago, I got a text from my brother-in-law while he was at the local oil change facility with his 2011 Chevy Equinox, and he was wondering if he really needed to use a Dexos-approved oil. That's because the average price of a Dexos oil change at an independent repair shop is about 70 bucks. Now, if you're not aware, Dexos is an engine oil specification that GM approved of and started recommending for all its vehicles globally in 2011 excluding its Duramax diesels. You know, kind of like saying this is a synthetic oil? Well, this is a Dexos oil. And in order to become a licensed Dexos oil, a manufacturer must pass a proprietary testing process. But in the end, you're left with a high quality oil that not only requires less frequent changes, but also boasts advantages like enhanced aeration control and better oxidation properties. And GM contends that because of those advantages, a Dexos oil is needed to meet the requirements of its advancing engine technologies. Not to mention that, the Dexos label on the container makes it easy for a customer to identify an oil that's right for their vehicle. However, the kinds of engine technologies, like variable valve timing, that benefit from a better oil are nothing new, and I have seen plenty of vehicles with these technologies use a standard oil and last well past 200,000 miles. Now, of course GM is not the only manufacturer to have a recommended oil for its vehicles, but I have never seen an oil standard pushed like this one. And that makes me wonder, what happens if there's a warranty issue when a Dexos oil was not used even when the proper oil change interval was followed? And if you go back and look at GM's recommended service interval for an oil change prior to Dexos, it's the same as after. Why you might ask? Well, GM can't assume that someone will use a Dexos oil, so the interval stayed the same. And that gets me back to my original question of, should someone use a Dexos oil? I have to say, I really don't know. Dexos clearly has its advantages, but in the end, it comes down to what the customer wants. And that's my point to all you manufacturers out there. Let us be the ones to choose if we want a high quality oil or not. That way, if there is an issue, that's not a manufacturing defect. 
we have no one to blame but ourselves and you're not losing customers over a $70 oil change. For Autoline Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. And of course, I'm sure all of you know, you can easily get a regular oil change for about $20. So I think GM has a hard sell on its hands convincing people to spend an extra 50 bucks. My question is, why did they not let customers know about this up front and let them get the shock of their lives when they're handed the bill? You know, people are far more forgiving if you let them know about these things ahead of time. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Please join us again here tomorrow.